Hey, welcome to the show. I'm so happy you made it today. There's so much going on with this podcast and so many of you listening. First of all, I just want to say thank you. The next thing I would love to ask anyone who listens to this show, if you would feel willing to support the show, you can go directly to my website, www.joannawhaley.com slash podcast and follow the link and you can support this show for as little as $3 a month. It will go a long way to continuing to make space for LGBTQ people to have rights to faith. Some other things coming up. I'm going to have some concerts coming up soon and potentially some new cities. So you can go also to my website for those and rate and share this podcast wherever you listen to it. Today, we're going to be talking about everyone being welcome by God. I will never, ever forget the first time when I came out and the first time I walked into a church as myself. I, my whole life had been really fearful that anyone in church would know that I felt like a woman on the inside. So I was fearful. I had been outed in my church before and... It was just really a traumatic experience for somebody to take this thing that I was wrestling with my whole life and to kind of just out me and take my power away from me. Being in the closet altogether is a very powerless position to be in. It feels very vulnerable. It feels scary. You feel like around the corner anywhere. Your 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 everything could end in a moment, and that happened for me in a sense. So to say that my anxiety about like going to church as a woman was high would be a huge understatement. But throughout my process of processing my gender, I had become friends with this pastor, and her name is Lisa, and uh, Lisa Tucker Gray. I'll tell you what, Lisa just made me feel loved and seen from the moment we met. We met over a Zoom call. It was hunched in the back halls of of my old church. And I used to have to like go inside of these concrete rooms where I knew they were completely soundproof because I didn't want anyone to ever hear these conversations that I was having with my friend Lisa because... I was processing things that just were not welcome inside of the church, inside of my church context. And it was just so hard to walk through this life knowing that at any moment, if someone in my church found out that I was a transgender person, that my whole world would blow up. It it was just so distressing. But Lisa just kept showing me love and seeing me for who I am. She just cared. She just, she just looked at me and saw me for me. 
so here, there I was. I drove down to Toledo, which is where Lisa's church is, and I'm in a dress. That's never happened. I never walked into a church in a dress before. That would have been like the end of my world. But there I am wearing a dress, <laughs> and I walk into this church service, and I'm greeted at the door with a smile and a hug. And somebody meets me at the door and says, are you Joanna? And she said, Lisa told me you were going to be here today. And I just wanted to invite you to sit with me if you would like. We're so, so happy you're here as you. And I sat through a church service for the first time in my life as myself. To say that I walked away and remembered the songs and remembered the sermons, I wish I could. But that moment, I'll never forget. I'll never forget just being in the presence of God and being myself. I'll never forget feeling that love from the divine. That love that that you just can't explain. It's like it's always been there. It was like a renewed friendship. It was like a renewed love with a lost lover. Sadly, this experience that I had inside of a church, many people never get the opportunity to have because they're not welcomed in any other church. They don't know. People don't know that there are churches that will love them. If I wasn't a pastor and knew what to look for as a closeted trans woman, I may not have ever known how to reach out to a pastor. I would have never wanted to because my only assumption of church and of religion would have been rejection. LGBTQ people are not accepted in religious cultures for the most part. And neither are gender variant people because even though they are a normal part of our society, high control religion has continually attempted to fix gender variance and sexual orientation. But in Deuteronomy and Leviticus, there these are these are books within the Old Testament. Uh, and, and they often are used as exclusionary scriptures of LGBTQ people. But they're found in the Old Testament. And in the New Testament, we find that Jesus fulfilled the law. And there's clearly a baptism. This is what's beautiful. In the New Testament, there's clearly a baptism of an Ethiopian eunuch. And from that moment, there was an outpouring of the Holy Spirit on the Gentiles that rang in Jesus's ministry of inclusion rather than exclusion from this thing known as the kingdom of God in the Christian faith. But still, despite this, this clear acceptance of a trans person in scripture, and, and eunuchs were the transgender people of the time. But the rejection of one's sexuality and gender orientation continues today. 
I've been a victim of it many times through conversion therapy, through coercive conversations, trying to convince me that I will want to detransition or that I can't transition or I'll go to hell. But religious organizations have continued to do this in the name of spirituality. And all it does is lead people into isolation and anxiety and suicidal ideation and self-harm. Studies show this. When you try to coerce somebody into denying their gender or sexual orientation, it just does not end well. But we've been told our whole lives that we're loved. We've been told by religion that this God loves us and that the people of the church love us. I love the the hymn, Oh Love How Deep. It says, Oh Love How Deep, How Broad, How High, How Beyond all love should span over everything over our disagreement over our ideas about humans and how they should look and how they should act and who they should love and 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 how they should operate within society love is broad and it is deep and it is high. That's what the love of the divine is. It's a love that can't be explained or legislated or explained in a Bible verse in a comment section. There's a Christian science passage that reads, it says, denial of the claims of matter is a great step towards the joys of the spirit, towards human freedom and the final triumph over the body. Self-love is more opaque than a solid body. I love this picture of opaqueness and and us just having having something that it doesn't need to be solid or uniform or conforming. But human freedom can be the final triumph. It can transcend us beyond who we are and what we are in a moment. I'm here to tell you if you're somebody who who struggles with who you are, if you're listening to this and you're like me, I, I was a closeted trans woman, whatever your body looks like, whatever it looks like, you can rise above it with freedom in the spirit. I love I love when when the Bible and and Christian scripture points to things that that make me understand where I am in the course of history. In the Christian Bible, the book of Acts, Galatians, and Hebrews, uh, it, in the Old Testament law, it was clearly uh, fulfilled. It was, it was clearly fulfilled in, in the New Testament, but there was a path. Uh, created for us in New Testament that like those who wear corrective lenses and those who have physical ailments um, are allowed to minister now in our current world. And there's so many denominations now within 
uh, within the spiritual community, like the United Methodist Church, uh, Metropolitan Community Churches, Episcopal Churches, uh, United Methodist Church, uh, United Church of Christ, I'm sorry, Evangelical Lutheran Church of America, uh, the Presbyterian Church of USA, and the American Baptist Convention. Like These are just some denominations now that are beginning to ordain LGBTQ people. It's possible. It's possible to meet people who love themselves and they love God and they love the spiritual and they also love everyone and accept spiritual teaching from everyone. Jeremiah 31.3, it says, The Lord appeared to us in the past saying, I have loved you with an everlasting love. I have drawn you with unfailing kindness. We are missing that today in our spiritual discourse. Even in the Quran, in uh, the book of man, 76, it says, uh, they, f- they feed for the love of Allah. The, in, the indig- indignant, the orphan, the captive, when they feed you in the sake of Allah, you know, no reward do we desire from you. This Arabic word, Ramah, has a nuanced definition that is broken down by the Arabic. And in the letters, RMH reveals a feminine attribute of God. It's a picture of the divine nature, a loving, unconditional love of a mother of the divine wherever you are today whoever you are whatever you look like whatever you identify with no matter who you love you are loved by the unconditional love of a mother god you're loved friend no matter what i want to thank you for listening to today's show This has been a production of Whaley Media, and there's so many ways that you can support this show, and thank you for doing that. If you are somebody who needs support and needs someone to listen as you journey your life and try to figure out the spiritual, reach out to me at www.joannawhaley.com. Thanks again for listening. We'll see you tomorrow.